Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Well met, fellow adventurers. We are playing as Sir Crokington, and we've decided to visit to village the small and rather insular village of Sagehold. Nestled at the edge of an ancient forest known as the Blustery Wood, originally named Wedworn Forest, the village of Sagewalds, Sagewalds is in many respects a dreary, cheerless sort of place. For the past two centuries, the inhabitants of Sageholt have remained convinced that their village and the surrounding area is cursed and home to a savage beast of legend known to all as the Red Wolf of Sageholt, who has a law book link. The Red Wolf of Sageholt is the name given to the savage two-legged wolf creature that is the supposed alter ego of Talarius Wedborn. It is believed that Talarius was afflicted by some form of lycanthropy nearly 100 years ago. The legend of the Wedhalt of Wolf of Straithall centres around Talarius Wedborn and the Tysian village of Sadeholt. Okay, let's find out about Talarius Wedborn. While much of what passes for the history of the Tysian farmer known as Talarius Wedborn is commonly believed to be the stuff of legend and folklore, there are many, particularly the citizens of his former village, who believe in his curse and in the Wedwolf of Sagehold. As the story goes, Talarius was a farmer who owned and worked several large plots of land east of the village of Sagehold a small settlement south of Talanus, over a hundred years ago, said that on a cold autumn night, Talalus came face to face with a horrid, two-legged wolf-like creature at the edge of the forest that was named after his grandfather, Widborn Forest. Talalus fled and survived the encounter, but not before the creature waked him and its steel-hard claws. After that night, people in people in and around the village of Sagehold began disappearing. It all twelve people vanished, and not one of them was ever seen again. It's the account of a young boy that led to the citizens of Sagehold to the gate of Wedborn Manor, where Talarius lived lived alone. His, his accuser, the lad from the village, said that he had seen Talaris shed, change form, and turn into a large, savage wolf creature, and carry off one of the missing villages, Quim Starband, into the forest. Talaris pleaded for mercy and attempted to refute the boy's claim, but he was taken into custody and hanged six days later in the village square. His body was burned, and his ashes were scattered in the forest which was promptly renamed the Blustery Wood. I mean, I get what they're going for, but... Uh, I don't know, a more... I don't know, just lock him up and... I mean, if the killings stop, if you lock him up, if you lock him up, you know, in somewhere really secure, you might have to go down to Talonus to find something secure enough. Because village jails... Tend not to be, tend not to be werewolf tough. 
Yeah, but um, there'll be plenty of places in, in Talonless you can throw him. And if, if the killing stopped, then, oh, well, it turns out he probably was the guy. Also, you probably see him transform in there at some point. It's like, okay, okay, you got to stay there because you keep transforming into a bloodthirsty wolf creature. We'll see about getting a cure. But till then, you got to stay there. We don't really, your, it's not your fault. You just, you got cursed. We'll try and fix it. If we can't fix it, you'll just have to stay there forever. We'll, we'll, we'll send you cake. <laughs> but I guess, I guess after 12 people mysteriously disappear and probably die, you're probably not thinking completely clearly. Ever since his death, the Counts of Talad are still prowling the forest around Sagehold, in the form of a large wolf creature, have become part of the local folklore, and have given wise to the legend of the curse of Talad's Wedborn and the Red Wolf of Sagehold. It is believed that Talad seeks revenge against the descendants of the villagers, who condemned him to death a century. Oh, come on now. Look, I get wanting vengeance against the people who strung you up. Yeah, but... These are the descendants. They had nothing to do with it. Let it go. Let it go already. It's been a century. Let it go. Live your awesome wolf life. You know, run fast. Chase animals. Eat raw meats. I don't know, howl at the moon, and, um, uh, uh, and, uh, get pets. Because uh, we all know werewolves secretly like being petted. Yeah, who's a good, who's a good werewolf? Well, who could be a good werewolf? Who could be a good werewolf? You could, pet, pet, pet. But you're going all murdery, so we've got to go all murdery, and... So murders all around for everyone. Because you just won't. You just kept your freaking grudge. I mean, I mean look, I'm not saying they were right to summarily execute you, but those people, they're not around anymore. They're long dead. Even their direct descendants are dead. We're talking great-great-grandchildren. Which means they, if you consider that blame, blame is somehow genetic, they're at most one-eighth responsible. Because, you know, as I well, admittedly, probably some of them have two, two ancestors who were a part of it. But guilt doesn't, guilt isn't inherited. So that's dumb anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah, anyway, yeah. Oh, yeah, and Sagehold. South of Taranus, and nestled at the edge of an ancient forest, known as the Blustery Wood, originally named Redbourne Forest, and you know why it changed now, the village of Sageholtz is in many respects a dreary, cheerless sort of place. Sageholt is famous for being the centre of the legend of Talara's Redbourne. It sits through to this day, over 100 years after the death of Talara's Redbourne, still believe their village and the surrounding area are home to his curse. There are three places to visit, the Long Summer Inn, the Village Elders, and the Village Merchant. Let's visit the Long Summer Inn. The Long Summer Inn no longer offers lodging to travellers. Through a week, watery ale is still served in the Baron Common Room, through, through the afternoon and early evening hours. Well, if it doesn't offer a offer lodging, then it isn't an inn anymore. You gotta rename it. You're lying. You're lying with the name of your inn. You're lying. You're lying like Poundland, because they have things that don't cost a pound. You're lying that much. Anyway, anyway, there's a... There's a... Just You can look closer at the waterway out. The inn's waterway out is stored in a pair of large casks stacked against the back wall of the con room. Branded on the top of each cask is a silhouette of a spider. Hmm, curious, curious. 
the proprietor of the inn, a former Tyson soldier by the name of William Milhand, also serves as the head of the Sage Holt Village Militia. Sage Holt Small Militia. Apart from you and Wynne, the only other occupant of the common room is an old man seated against a far wall, carefully sipping from a recently filled flagon. Engage Wynne conversation. Wynne seems incapable, though at least unwilling, to discuss anything other than the curse of Silara's Wedborn, which he says still plagues Sage Holt. You ought to find your way over to the Merchantile and get one of Valera. Aurelia's talismans, he says. We've all got them. They're better off for it. Now, you know, they might do something or they might not. We don't know. I mean, GM knows, but he hasn't revealed. And maybe he even doesn't know yet. Uh. Alright, let's approach this old man. As you approach the old man, he looks up from his flag in the knots. He offers you the chair opposite him. What brings you to such a pleasant corner of the kingdom? He says wily. The old man, who neither reveals his name nor asks for yours, tells you there have been strange happenings in around Sageholt that seem to lend credulence to the belief there is truth to the legendary curse of Tiara's Wedborn. Adventurer types, coming and going all the time now, he says, as he takes a sip of his ale. Folk like, folk like yourself, prowling around a village, daring to step into the forest, utterly oblivious to the danger that stalks them. You'll do yourself a real favour as you're left here before sundown. You ask the old man about the forest, and he shakes his head. They call it the Blustery Wood, he says, thought to be called by, called again by its original name, Wedborn Forest. Although I suspect it's probably had, I suspect, because this is Grandfather, which makes, makes the naming 200 years old. And If you have a forest, you name it. You just do. Even if it's just... Well, of course, it's a forest. Don't you know what a forest is, you, you nincompoop? You know, what you say when you you have when you have some uh, explorer just point, just pointing your finger at thing and just saying, Name! What's it called? <laughs> and not learning your language, of course, because, I mean, if, what, if they wanted us to learn their language, they should explore our place. Set up colonies and things. It's the rules. <laughs> You'll be wise to stay out of here. There are ways that you'd quite like the West. You know. You're quite like the West, you know. That sort. The adventurer type. You bid the old man farewell and leave. As you approach the old man, he looks up from his flag and nods. I certainly hope you've not been poking about in that cursed wood, he says. No good can come from it. It becomes obvious after only a few moments that the old man has no interest in conversing with you. You promptly wise, bid him farewell and step away from the table. Whatever, approach him again. Okay. Leave the inn. Visit the village elders. You find the three elders who govern Sage Holt as, as a council in the midst who govern the Sagehot as a council in the midst of a meeting in their small building at the edge of the village square. The trio of white-haired men seem annoyed by intrusion. I tell you, whatever concerns you will have to wait until they are less preoccupied with matters of importance. You ought to pay a visit to Adelaide and get one of her talismans, calls one of the elders as you're about to leave. Go on over to the merchant shop and get one, and wear it. We don't need anyone walking around unprotected. With no desire to converse with the wound man any further, you curtly thank them for the advice and step out of the building. Okay, to the merchantile then. Sage Holt's only shop, a dilapidated stack housing a large and mostly useless collection of odds and ends, is operated by a young woman named Adelaide. 
She greets you with a nod as you enter, and promptly busies herself through a sizable ledger, as if to avoid having to interact with you. I mean, yeah, okay, yeah, I mean, I mean what, what do you say? I mean, you can't you bring up the is a toe thing or not? Now and again, you glance over her, only to witches her, eyeing you curiously. All right, a conversation first. Aulia seems incapable, at the very least, unwilling to discuss anything other than the curse of Jairus Wedgeborn. You really ought to consider getting one of the talisman, she says, directing your attention to the cloth-covered table at the back of the shop. It's the only thing that will have any chance of keeping you safe around it. Let's examine these talismans. Alabar stands next to the table as you examine the curious collection of talismans spread out on the cloth-covered surface. Examine the miscellaneous items. Okay, there's a wooden star talisman. This is one of our linear talismans, available at a shop in the village of Sageholt. According to now, it protects his wear from the cursed Slower's Wedborn, which is said to plague Sageholt in the surrounding area. Yeah, and... They all, all, all of them have the same description. There's probably... Because if they do anything... They all do the same thing, if anything, and they all cost 25 gold. Um, Alright, so it's just, which one? Which one? I'm just going to buy it, just to see if anyone notices. Mm, eye talisman. Right, buy the eye talisman. That cost me 25 gold, and I won't be getting back soon. Well, in fact, I will. But just not from here. Alright, equip the wooden eye talisman. Please continue. At least, uh, at least you've got the talisman. It's the only thing that I have any chance of keeping, she says. It's the only thing that's any chance of keeping you safe around here. Okay, now I can explore the blustery wood. Village elders. Alright, can't talk with them. Long summer in. Bringing conversation. I see you've got at least enough sense to have one of her Alenius talismans, he says. Don't count on in keeping keeping you safe if you're foolish enough to go wandering the wood, though. <gasps> I am! I actually am foolish enough to go wandering in the wood, quotes the old man. And he doesn't change anything. Okay. The only thing left to do is there's also a massive claw-shaped standing stone, but that's the same as all the other massive claw-shaped standing stones, and was part of an event from a few years back, and they're still there. Because. Just because. I mean, we, we, why take him away? Something. They're giving an excuse to talk about. The excuse to hype people up for Arcanda and Zarthmore. Explore the blustery wood. The old woodlands to the south of the village of Hagewold, originally known as the Blus known as the Wedborn Wedborn Forest, is now called the Blustery Wood. Explore now. Your exploration of the blustery wood takes you far and wide across the vast expanse of the ancient forest. Now and again, you as you make your way through the tangled woodland, the strange, echoing cries of some distant creature rise into the air, causing you to blank glance over your shoulder and, and hasten your step. Explore again. You're now standing at the northern end of a narrow, overgrown path that leads south into the very heart of the forest. As you ga gaze along the twist tangled, twisting path, an unsettled feeling comes over you. Suddenly, a distant, ghastly howl rises into the air, sending a shiver jolting down the length of your spine. I have now found a large clearing deep in the in the forest, and I can go back to them them whenever. With the sounds of nearby battles still ringing in your ears, you turn and quickly set off on your way through the forest. And that's where you go to get to one of those multiplayer battles. But there's another thing I'm looking for here. Alright, that's the nothing message. You've made a special note of this location. A hidden cave in the midst of the wood. And may return to it in the future whenever you explore the blustery wood. 
You're standing before the shadowy mouth of the cave. Hidden beneath an overhanging rock face, deep in the tangled mist of blustery wood. This is without a doubt the cave that Tassarik told you about now. Now, Tassarik told us about this cave in Hawklaw uh, more than a couple of hundred episodes ago when, when Sir Crokington was just starting out. And uh, she, hasn't, she hasn't went there yet. But now we can enter the cave. With the light casting its reassuring glow, you step into the dark interior of the cave. An eerie silence fills the twisting passages of this gloomy, subterranean lair. Behind you to the west, the pale light of the forest outside spills in through the mouth of the cave. Okay, now this, 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 this cave is mostly just one big spiral. And I'm just... I'm just off the inner part of the spiral. Inner part of the spiral. Your pulse, and I've got it. I've just moved to the innermost part of the spiral. Your pulse begins to waste as seven sinister shapes loom out of the darkness ahead. You instinctively assume a defensive stance as a group of cave goblins step into view. The vicious, armor clad humanoids appear to be in the throes of starvation as indicated by their enancipated forms. However, you sense their plight is no natural ordeal. Despite their apparent frailty, the cruel creatures shriek savagely as they draw their weapons and rush forward to attack. You quickly adjust your positions, you only have to face them one at a time. The first of seven cave goblins is an emancipated cave goblin. The shrieking cave goblin strikes out of his crude weapon. I go into a battle wage. I'm not particularly angry at you, but I'm angry at what's messed with your mind even more than usual. But anyway, you're still going to die. The next of the frail, sickly goblins shrieks wildly as it hurls itself at you in a savage frenzy. You face the second of the same cave goblins. Strikes you... Enemy deals your savage blow for seven damage, and it is slain. Alright, quick combat. This number three. Oh, I'm not. Don't seem to be getting any XP for defeating them. Curious. I guess I'll get XP when I've beat the whole group. Six of seven. The last of the frail, sickly goblins. Shrieks wildly as it hurls itself at you in a savage friendly frenzy. The last of the, you face the last of the seven cave goblins. It's a sickly cave goblin, seven of seven, quick combat. Sixty-four XP to general. You step back from the bloodied remains of the last goblin. I take a few moments to catch up breath. After making certain there are no more of the foul creatures lurking nearby, you once again prepare to set off on your way through the cave. Okay, now I'm spiralling along the cave. Your pulse begins to waste as four sinister shapes loom out of the darkness ahead. You instinctively assume a defensive stance as a group of cave goblins step into view. The vicious, armour-clad humanoids appear to be in the throes of starvation, as indicated by their enancipated forms. However, you sense their plight is no natural ordeal. Despite their apparent frailty, the savage creatures shriek shriek savagely as they draw their weapons and rush forward to attack. You quickly adjust your positions, you only have to face them one at a time. Although I could probably easily take them all on at once, it just isn't an option for that. You face your first of four cave goblins, sickly cave goblin. Alright, just going through him. The next of the frail, savage Frail, sickly goblin shrieks wildly as it hurls itself at you in a savage frenzy. Number three or four. Here comes the last one. And slain. And another 64 XP for defeating off this group. Alright, I'll just take this time to do a bit of healing. Alright. Alright, here's another group. And there's six of them this time. Just going to quick combat these very quickly. 
Oh, I've stored another quick stone 20. If I ever get into a fight that's tough, that will come in handy. And I will be soon, because, you know, multiplayer battle. Uh, and there's a sixth and final, 64 XP to general. Alright. Your pulse begins to waste. Six sinister shapes loom out of the darkness ahead. You instinctively assume a defensive stance as a group of cave goblins step into view. The vicious, armor-clad humanoids appear to be in the throes of starvation, as indicated by their emancipated forms. However, you have sensed their plight as no natural ordeal. Despite their apparent frailty, the cruel creatures sweep savagely as they draw their weapons and rush forward to attack. You quickly adjust your decisions. You only have to face them one at a time. Alright, just going to quick combat my way through this six. There's two. And three. No XP for finishing the combats. Probably because they're just that weak. Or something like that. Last one. Place the last six scholar and the smasher. Wallop them for the final hit. 64 XP to, to general. You step back from the bloodied remains of the last goblin and take a few moments to catch your breath. After making certain there are no more of the foul creatures lurking nearby, you once again prepare to set off on your way through the cave. Alright, continuing on to the outside edge of the spiral. Your pulse begins to waste as six sinister shapes loom out of the darkness ahead. You instinctively assume a defensive stance as a group of cave goblins step into view. The vicious, armor-clad humanoids appear to be in the throes of starvation, as indicated by their emancipated forms. However, you sense their plight is no natural ordeal. Despite their apparent frailty, the cruel creatures shriek savagely as they draw their weapons and rush forward to attack. You quickly adjust your your position. Surely you only have to face them one at a time, alright? Just gonna quick combat these ones. One and two. Pushing them out of their misery. And I think this is quite possibly one of the cases where you say that where it might actually be a good thing for them to die. Because <laughs> I don't think they, they, they're they getting, having any quality of life now. But what? What has messed with them? I've got to, I don't know, smash it, take it out of there. Whatever it is, we've got to stop it. Who knows what it, I mean... It might. Who knows what it will mess with next? Could even be humans. Or cuter. Or bugs. <laughs> or birds. Or, or foxes. <laughs> Who knows? Gotta stop it doing whatever it's doing. That's, that's the fourth one. And the fifth one, no combat XP for defeating, for defeating them. Because as hard as they're trying, they're not actually that strong. And then the 16, 64 XP to general. Well, it all adds up. Now, I happen to know there's a series of checks from, you know, having done this several times there's a series of checks at the end of the spiral and if you fail them you have to wait several hours until you can try them again so oh oh and in case you forget if you ever happen to forget it it's on the available scenario list so if you if you do it, you fail once, you don't have to, the game's going to remind you, hey, there's something important going on here. And it is very important, because it turns out that, that the, that the doing this leads to a saga, 
And which then ties into a major saga. Yeah, well, it's, it's probably like uh, half a dozen or so, maybe a dozen or so adventures that you have to have done that thing to get. So that's that's why I've just saved. So if I so if I fail, if I fail the checks, I'll just reload my save and try again. Explore blustery wood. Hidden cave in the mist of the wood. And those are the only two things that are in the blustery wood. It's a pretty, pretty minor place, really. You reach the end, enter the cave passage, and step into a wide, roughly circular chamber. At the centre of which, that's a, that's a stone pedestal. Your eyes are immediately drawn to the top of the pedestal, where... Enveloped in the swirling mist of a ghostly green glow, such a large, round, grey stone. Suddenly, however, the pedestal and the glowing stone take on a new and profoundly ghoulish character as you take note of the vast array of skulls and bones scattered across the floor of the chamber. I'm guessing these are beings that were lured in... that were lured in by... Well, this stuff, this stone, I guess, and well, uh, the stone took everything. It completely depleted them, and then they died. But well, at least they get to be dead, which is not something you can always rely on in these situations. Your thoughts immediately return to the sickly, emancipated goblins you encountered while making your way along the cave's dark corridors. Alright, now there are three options to presumably check the pedestal for anything dodgy. You can use Divination, Thievery and Arcania. I'm, I'm going to go for Arcania, which just happens to have the highest grade of success because Arcania is my... The highest level of all those things. Success. Success. Your knowledge of the arcane allows you to determine. With with reasonable assuredness. That while the top stone atop the pedestal is surrounded by powerful magic. It is not likely to be malevolent in nature. Hmm. Okay then what about all those starved goblins? Hmm. Well well we're going to approach it anyway. You carefully make your way across the chamber, towards the stone pedestal and the glowing stone. As you near the pedestal, a powerful awe of fear suddenly washes over you. Your first instinct is to turn and flee from the chamber. Picking a number. Bonus of 20. Gotta get 50. Pick now. Failure. You were down only a few feet of the stone pedestal. When you are last overwhelmed by the powerful awe of fear animating from the glowing stone, you turn and quickly flee out of the chamber. Well, oh, as the thing I said would happen would happen. Now just to now just to rush back there quickly. Explore the blustery lord. The cave. It's bit of a mess but it's a but even if you just to wait the two hours you'd still have to you know get there it's a lot quicker to do it like this divination you sense that a powerful though not necessarily evil magic surrounds the stone that rests upon top of the pedestal approach the pedestal same check again 65 success your spirit and determination prove unshakable Despite the powerful aura being emitted by the stone atop the pedestal, you manage to reach the pedestal, reach the pedestal, and find yourself gazing down upon the fist-sized grey stone, from which animates a ghostly green glow. The aura of fear that continues to wash over you is now more powerful than ever. Attempt to take hold of the stone. You reach out towards the glowing stone, 
and are once again find yourself struggling to fend off the powerful aura of fear animating from the same ob strange object. Same check again, pick now. Alright, 29 is a failure. Okay, time to quit. Alright, let's. It's a sage halt. You know, I think this will be. I'll do it third time on the mic. But after that, I'll just keep trying again and again. I'll just keep trying again and again uh, off mic until we get it done. Alright, and fee three. After closely examining the pedestal from a safe distance, you determine that neither it nor the floor of the chamber are entrapped in any sort of conventional way. It won't hurt you getting to that stone, but it will scare the bejeebus out of you. And then you'll have huge chunks of bejeebus just spread all over the floor because it was just scared out of you at vast speed and just splatted into the wall. Do that bejeebus just... Bejeebus. Just all over the place. I don't even know how that works. Approach the pedestal. Anyway, uh, same trick again. 27 failure. Uh, okay. Okay, I'm going to pause now. While I just keep trying. Oh, I think I passed five checks in a row. Which means... Um, let's see. You have a third... Yeah, it means you're pro. Uh, let me just see. Uh, anyway, you've got a hefty chance of failing at least one of them. 64 XP to general. As you take hold of the grey stone, the green grow that glow that envelops it fades. You stare down at the plain, smooth, fist-sized rock clutched securely in your hand. We now have a dreadstone. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Three small figures, each with its arms and legs angled awkwardly with respect to their bodies, are carved into the smooth surface of this fist-sized grey stone. A closer examination of the stone reveals that three, three small figures have been carved onto its smooth surface. The arms and legs of, legs of each of the figures are angled awkwardly with respect to their bodies. With the strange item now safely amongst your other belongings, you turn and make your way out of the chamber. Alright, and... Uh, yeah, um, this is done. We have no reason... I don't think we'll have any reason to ever go back here. But... I guess it, it's an option. It's an option. They could hide something here at some point. Yeah, just something they could they could do something with this place. Alright, continue on your way. Now Alright, we dealt with one of the curses. Now let's deal with the big curse of Chiara's Redborn, which is in the large clearing deep in the forest. You're standing in the northern end of a narrow, overcombed path that heads straight into the very heart of the forest, as you gaze over the tangled, twisting wreck, an unsettled feeling comes over you suddenly. A distant, disgustly howl rises into the air, sending a shiver jolting down the length of your spine. Proceed south along the overgrown path. You've covered less than 20 yards along the tangled, overgrown forest path when you're suddenly 
inexplicably overcome by a strong sense of fear. Your pulse quickens and your breathing becomes wackier, rapid as you struggle to control your mounting terror. Suddenly, a chorus of vicious snarls erupts from all sides as four large wolfkin burst from the underground. The savage humanoid wolf creatures quickly surround you, cutting off any possible route of escape as they close in for the kill. You are not welcome here, snarls the foremost wolfkin. As you hurriedly attempt to determine your next course of action, you prepare to defend yourself. Alright, it's a snarling wolfkin. I'm just going to fight that. The savage two-legged creature assails you with tooth and claw. And I assail it with a club. 21 XP. As, as the blooded remains of the slain wolfkin land at your feet, you find yourself face to face with the second of these horrid creatures. The wolfkin, wolfkin, Taller than, than the first, as only empty, festering sockets where his cruel eyes once sat. Leave us in peace, meddler, snarls the wolfkin. Talaris has already paid your cruel price. Yeah, 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 fine. Look, look, if he wasn't, you know, threatening to, you know, go, go on a killing spree, I'll, I'll just leave him be. But the whole killing spree thing well I mean probably and we're not sure we once again you find yourself fighting for survival against a savage and merciless foe it's an eyeless wolfkin swipe this savage eyeless wolfkin swipes at you with its deadly claws and is slain 22 xp a large wolfkin, its grey coat broken up by two long black stripes, lunges at you, attempting to whip the flesh from your bones with its deadly fangs. It's a black striped wolfkin. The black striped wolfkin tears at you with tooth and claw, deals you a savage blow for 10 damage, and then 13 damage, and there's another one before that. It is slain. 22 XP. The last of the wolf four wolfkin. Its face, arms, and torso, splattered with blood, snarls as it leaps at you, its deadly claws poised to cut into your flesh. It's a blood-spattered wolfkin begin combat. The blood-spattered wolfkin howls as it savagely tears you, savage blow, another savage blow for about 10 damage each, savage blow for 16 damage, smasher wallops it, and it is slain. 22 experience and 64 experience to general. Standing back from the bloody, twisting remains of the four wolfkin, you spend the sec next several moments catching your breath and checking over your equipment. When you are reasonably certain that you are no longer in any immediate peril, well, in intimate peril, you once again continue south along the tangled path. As you make your way along the tangled, overgrown forest path, a series of ghastly howls ring out from up ahead. Several desperate shouts, coupled with telltale sounds of raging battle, cause you to steal yourself for the impending peril you seem to be swiftly drawing closer to. The path you're following abruptly turns to the west, and then climbs a series of small hills until it arrives at the edge of a broad clearing deep in the heart of the forest. You stand at the edge of the broad forest clearing in the midst of the blustery wood. The fight is on. A fierce battle wages at the centre of the clearing, where some of Swift's greatest adventurers are locked in a deadly fight against Lara's Wedborn, the Red Wolf of Sagealt, standing nearly eight feet tall. With the shoulder girth of an ogre, the hulking wolf creature snarls, snarls savagely as it strikes out with tooth and claw at anyone brave enough to engage it. You realise unless he is defeated. Today is the day Talaris will enact exact his cruel revenge against people who had nothing to do with the thing he's taking vengeance on. But it wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> people have just swore revenge and not particularly paid attention to the fact that the People they are avenging against uh, had nothing to do with it. I mean, uh, see, 
American foreign policy for pretty much this entire millennium so far. You realise it's less easy if Adventurers returning from the battle report the fearsome creature is relatively unscathed. So like with like with all these multiplayer battles, you can you can see who else is here. It's just it's just Sir Crokington. You can you can you you can fight them and you can rest there for some slower slower healing but it requires a lot less clicks you could just leave it because i mean if you want to you want to get to uh, f- to get the auto west quickstone thing you gotta you gotta get out of this power you gotta get out there you gotta get out of sage you gotta go to talonus and you gotta go back and it's, it's a whole load of clicks so if if you if if you've got lots of time, but you don't really want to... I don't know, you're going to go to the bathroom right now, and it's number two, and it's going to be a while. West, when you come back, you'll be mostly restored. Move forward and attack to the Arswet one. The hulking wolf creature, easy as large as a forest troll, spins to face you as you draw up to it. Blood drips from the long black claws that protrude from his garled fingers, and a steady stream of white and yellow foam seeps from the corner of its gaping, fang-filled maw. The shredded menements of a maroon vest still cling to the beast's broad, hairy torso, serving as a grim reminder that somewhere beneath, beneath the savage exterior of this hideous mon- monster lies the tormented soul of Talara's Redborn. The Red Wolf of Sage Hulk tilts its head skyward and unleashes a chilling howl as it steps over the cloven shields and mutilated remains of its most recent victims. Talara's Redborn is currently relatively unstayed because no one other than, than Sir Crokitten has actually turned up to turned up to fight the Red Wolf. Admittedly, the game the gameplay implies that there are other people who are fighting part, but they're not actually doing any damage. I'm not. That that she's just assume. I they, I think the whole point these 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 descriptions are based based on the assumption that multiple people will always be fighting them, but there's five of them running. And most people have lost interest in them because, well, it's a sing- it's a single-player game. You're not going to do these things over and over again, especially solo. You only got only really have a reason to explore it once, or if you've got you wanting to grind some battle markers, you can get those from the multiplayer's. Or you've, or you've got a whole load of interest in these, and you've got, a, you've managed to rustle up a posse on the, on the Swift Discord, which I just happen to run, and I don't get anything. But if you want to turn up, turn up there, and you can say, "Hey, I want to do some multiplayers," and you could probably get a group, probably get a group together pretty quickly. It's, it, it's a lot more fun to do it that way than trying to solo them because even if you're a super powerful guy, it takes a takes a while to do it, and it's it, it's just spam, 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 spam. And admittedly, with with the dragon, you get you get the the wand of dragon fire, so everyone's going to do that once, but probably not come back. You gotta, you gotta keep doing the, the demon, Zalor, the the big demon thing, so you can keep your, keep your finger of dread chopped up, topped up. And the the bog, the beast in the bog, who the beast in the bog, who is the bog. That that and that has a whole black octagonal gem thing. So there's us, there's usually someone. Who's wanting? There's usually there's usually someone who wants to get those gems. 
because they're very powerful anyway. The Red Wolf of Seychol begin combat. The hulking wolf creature howls as it swipes at you with its deadly claws. Talos Wedborn strikes you with a savage blow that leaves you wheeling. You're stunned and you're unable to act during the next round of combat. And there it comes. Well, I, I did just act. Oh, 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 wait, I'm doing three rounds at a time. That's why. I go into a battle rage. That'll be more effective once we... The Red Wolf, Red Wolf lunges at you and sinks his fearsome fangs deep into your flesh. 25 damage and feeling suddenly strange. Am I going to turn into a werewolf now? Uh, that's that's never really been developed. The Red Wolf lunges at you and sinks its fearsome fangs deep into your flesh. Suddenly strange, 30 damage. Savage blow leaves you wheeling. I'm stunned. It's fangs deep flesh, 20 stunned oh good i've done i've done enough i've done enough rounds of the of just physical that i spot an opening defenses your enemy and unleash a truly devastating attack for 83 damage and i'm forced to retreat all right i did two two that 1220 damage and the enchantments helped Alright, just gonna pause while I west up. Alright, gonna uh, fully healed, back to bashing it. Alright, bash, 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 bash. Uh, use the quick stone. Bash, 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 bash. Force to retreat. Alright, I only did 888 damage that time. Okay. And heal. And attack again. Keep going, keep going, keep going. I use all three of my quickstone 20s. Yeah, each of them gives a devastating attack for 83 damage. I'm going to run away now. I fled. I did 1,602 damage that time. Right, heal, 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 heal. Move forward and attack. Okay, keep going, keep going, keep going. Devastating attack, but I was stunned that round, so it doesn't help. Devastating attack. Forced to retreat. Alright, another 1,200-ish damage. Heal, 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 heal. Move forward and attack. Can't uh, use the Wand of Dragonfire. Uh, just did 104 damage that time, not very much. And some battle wage helped out too. Forced to retreat. And did seven seventeen hundred and twenty-two damage that time. Oh, he's down he's back he's down to wounded now. This is a Pretty easy thing to solo, all things considered. Alright, uh, I'm going to equip, equip my neck. Oh, Battle Wage helped out again. Uh, 1650 damage that time. Substantially wounded. Alright, uh, I... I'm going to whisk it. I'm going to whisk equipping the Iron Frog Amulet. That gets me more health. But of course, if those ta if those talismans actually do anything, they're not doing them anymore. Here we go. Devastating attack. 
Yeah, the devastating attacks are extra damage you do for just just railing on it. Substantially wounded. Alright, is it 55, 54, 53, 52, and 1? I feel very strange. Uh, 789 damage that time. Okay, I'm going to west for a bit. Yeah, that's enough westing. Stop westing. I healed a lot, but not, not all of my... Neville Reserve was healed up that time. And flee. Another 706 damage. And heal. And back back to business. Alright. Talaya's Wedborn is more than half dead now. And I got a whole wound. And down to 39 health. Gonna flee. Flee from combat quickly. And... The one thirteen hundred and thirty-one damage. Ooh, a palindrome. Very nice. I like doing palindrome damage. Alright, and keep uh, down to forty percent. Thirty-six, thirty-five, thirty-three. Got a good battle wage to help out with that. Whoo. 2,547 points of damage. That's a lot. And heal up. And back, back at it. 30% left. 28. 27, 26. Oh, I'm nearly... Uh, one more bash. Uh, down to 50 health. Time to one. Doesn't look like... Running resets the resets the devastating attack thing, which is handy. Yeah, yeah, I'm still doing the devastating attacks even though I've won. It's just it's if you use magic, it's turned off because because presumably if you've got super powerful magic, you don't need those as well. Just, just how it works. Alright, uh, keep going. Savage blow that leaves you wheeling. I'm stunned. Wed wolf lunges you and sinks his fearsome fangs deep into your flesh. You suddenly feel very strange and take 54 damage. And that's uh, what that leads to. We don't see. Shake off the lingerer effects of the blow that time. Very nice. Keep going. I'm down to 52. Oh no! Oh, oh, oh. oh, I was killed! Oh no! I lost the Dreadstone! Did I lose the Dreadstones? Yeah, I lost the Dreadstones. Okay. Okay, I'm gonna have to pause while I get the Dreadstone back. Oh, I've got the dreadstone again now. Let's get out of here quickly and save. Because I don't want to have to go through that, that. To go through those checks about a dozen times again to get it again. Uh, call off the exploration. Travel to Talonus. To save. Okay. Uh now, so now back to the blustery wood. Large clearing deep in the forest. Oh, it's those those wolfkin again. Yeah, that they, they they the these four these four fights can appear are uh, are replayable. After a few hours, they reset. So it's a minor grind spot. But I think most of the time when you're doing it, it's probably going to be, oh, on the way to the big wolf. But still, something rather nice. 
Alright, so it's, it took me about nine minutes to get the dreadstone again. Talar's Redborn is critically wounded. Alright, bash, 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 bash. Go into a battle wage. And force to retreat. And heal. Near to death now. 20%, 19%, Use the quickstone 20s. Uh, to 70 health. I'm just going to run away. 1300 da damage from that. Probably a two, three more rounds will probably finish him off. Uh, uh, another battle wage, 10%, 9%, 8%, 7%, and 1. 1,800 damage that time. No one else has turned up. I mean, they've no reason to. There's, there's no... There's no long-term thing you get from... From... Bashing, bashing Jalaro repeatedly. Oh, battle wage and forced to retreat, but 1,452 damage. With torrents, with torrents of blood spilling from the wounds that Widow is, the Widow is hulking torso. Taladus Wedborn, the Wedge Wolf of Sagehold, turns and lopes off into the forest. Had become swiftly lost amidst the deep gloom beneath the trees. The bold adventurers who remained standing in the clearing stepped back from the scene of the brutal battle and cast wary glances at one another, as if they expect the fearsome beast might return at any moment. After several tense minutes, it becomes apparent that Chilara's Wedborn is gone. At least for now, but he'll be back. He'll be back, because these things always come back. That's just how they work. The fierce battle against the afflicted, tormented spirit of Talaris Wadborn is at last over. A brave adventurer has struck the final blow, and has sent the Red Wolf of Sagehold fleeing into, fleeing into the heart of the blustery wood. As the brave adventurers who pitched the brutal battle against Solaris slowly make their way to the edge of the clearing, you make one last look at the shadows of the deeper wood, into which the foul beast fled. Despite your elation, having played an important part, in fact a very important part, in defeating Solaris, you can't help but think that this is not the last you will see of the Red Wolf of Sageholt. Alright, and the Red Wolf will be back in just under seven hours. Doing the details of the last battle, Sir Crokington did 21,082 damage in a battle that lasted 8 hours and 31 minutes. About 20 of those minutes were actual fighting. And the rest of it was, you know, I was going, going rah, rah. Ah, I'm big and scary. Would someone please turn up? I want to take revenge on someone. But I've forgotten how... To, I don't know how to leave this clearing. Yeah, it's probably... It's still the best, because it'd be weird if, say... If a They had a system where if a multiplayer went unchallenged for long enough... You damage is done to a nearby place, and then you've got to pay, and um, it takes a while for it to restore. I guess yeah. something to consider, but I think people. But that kind of goes against the entire spirit of the game. It's you determine when you want to play. Because if you put that in, then people would feel obliged to. Fight these multiplayer battles, even though they're really they, they've 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 had they've had a few bashes at them, and well, they've they've seen all they have to have to offer, really. All right.
Leave the clearing. Move away from here. Alright. Now I'm going to go to the city of Talonus. And... Alright. Just going to pause it for a bit while I wait for the rewards to come out. And here's the great big XP reward for single-handedly defeating a, we a gigantic werewolf. Standard battle reward of 1,989 XP. And I explain these explain these when we're fighting the big dragons, so I'm not going to explain them more. And the killing blow reward, 256 experience to general and 64 experience to all skills and powers, which is very nice. Especially since you can you could pretty reliably get the killing blow reward. It's going to be pretty wet. Uh, the only time when you won't get a killing reward is when you bash the foe a couple of times at the start and then someone else beats it up, defeats it a lot later. Oh, and a battle marker as well. Well, and that's that. Well, what do we do next time? Well, we are in Talinus, so. Hmm, what to do? What what to do? Well, there happens to be an adventure in Talonus and another adventure in Tar Lake, which is near Talonus. So we should probably... Probably do those. Okay, but until then, farewell, fellow adventurers. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. -ba -ba.